When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Right, and we are live. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. I actually have my good friend Crichton Hobbs on the film right now, talking about his newest project that he actually created and everything for a short uh, film that he actually made called Blinded by the Darkness. This film was really great. I said to him, you know what? You need to go on ahead and do an interview, and he gladly did. So hello, say hello to everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, how y'all doing? I am uh, happy to be here with you, John, on Movie Lovers Unite. I, I can't say the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, what is it? Movie Lovers, TV Lovers Unite? Is that right? Yeah, <gasps> that's right. Yeah, I got it. But yeah, <laughs> I am so happy to be here, and I am here to answer all the questions that you have John and everybody else that's watching. Awesome. I cannot wait to dive into this thing. And you know what? On here, just movie lovers unite, just keeping it simple simple, as simplistic as I can, because it's actually easier for people to actually find. Brain says hi. Hey oh, baby. Hey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh Okay, so I have a quick question for you, and I just want to say this. I really enjoyed the short film. You definitely gave us uh, something to look forward to for Halloween. This is a brand new su- – you're very welcome. This is a brand new surprise that you actually gave everyone. And I, was, I just have a quick question. I just have this question for you. Like, how did you get that camera angle so perfect when you're in the car and the thing is – and then all of a sudden you're just seeing your car. And it's coming over your, uh, your head and everything. Was that was that anything to do with? Did you do some type of CGI work with that, or how did you actually do that scene? Wait, which one was it? The one where it was actually the one where you're talking in the car, and then it, there's this little uh, side thing that actually happens where you're just taken out of the car, and it looks like something is hovering over the car. To actually give me this thing, sitting in the woods, so I wasn't where, sure if you were. Yeah, yeah. Where I was, where the show where I was driving and that yeah. kind of thing, and the, yeah, the, okay. That originally I was gonna have a camera drone, right? Okay. But when I was doing the first, <laughs> when I was doing it at first, it was like the, the I couldn't get it high enough, and then like when you get it way too high and you're driving, the thing will, whoop, it'll drop. And so I was like, I better stop this before I break it, you know. And right. luckily, I went and found footage that was stock footage. And I found stock footage that looked almost identical to my vehicle. So I used that stock footage, and I did special effects, CGI, made it look like Moonlight was I was taking a night drive. So okay. that's yeah, so originally I was gonna do it but the thing just boom, you know? Okay. Because <laughs> so, it does it does look like I have to give you credit though. You used the animation style in the way that it needed to be done. So I give you huge credit for that. 
thank you, thank you. Yeah, You're very it welcome. was. Uh, yeah, so I just grabbed stock footage, and I was like, "Well, this looks like a vehicle, you know," and uh, and I just took it and made it from daytime and made it dark, you know, okay. to where. You know, yeah, that's okay. how I did it. That was the magic. <laughs> okay. Uh, the name of the movie, uh, Be- uh, Brandy, is Blinded by the Darkness. So I just want to let you know, that's the name of the film. Uh, another thing, though, too, was I really have to say I love the camera angles, like I mentioned before, especially Thank with you. it being hovered over. You're very welcome. The camera angle that I was actually impressed with was it kind of had like a little Blair Witch Project kind of feel to it. It's when you're out, getting out of the car, then all of a sudden the lights kind of flicker. Then you disappear. Next thing you know it, and the camera actually goes to the point where it's like first-person view, kind of like a Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th kind of vibe inside yeah. the car. So I was just wondering, there's the magic when it came down to making that scene. Whenever the, yeah. uh, the lights kind of flash and then all of a sudden you just disappear. Where, what, what, what about that scene? That's something that I was actually wondering about. Well, you know, uh, when, when you make a film... You've got so I mean, just ups and ups of options to like, you know, do I want to set it here? Do I want it at level? Do I want to go here? Do I want to set it on a tripod and there isn't no shaking or anything to that nature? But when, you know, I, I was fixing actually to shoot that scene, I was like, you know, what would be kind of cool is if I made this a realistic point of view just to give it that Blair Witch that that you know I want to give people a different taste rather than just what you know here than here you know right and that was just my own directorial thing I was like well, let me let me try it now and sure enough I was when I saw it I was like that worked out pretty well. That worked out really well, to be honest with you. I definitely loved it and everything. That was actually something that I really have to say I really enjoyed. I'm not a big fan of found footage type movies, but when it came down to doing your camera angles and everything, it wasn't a shaky cam kind of thing. It was laid out perfectly well. I was able to see everything and things like that. That's one of the pet peeves I had with found footage movies is the fact that there's shaky cam work yeah. and stuff like that yeah <laughs> and it doesn't show everything that it's supposed to show you mm-hmm. so i was like how am i supposed to go ahead and feel something whenever i don't oh mm-hmm. uh an- another thing too that i want to actually mention tamika's here she said hi guys <gasps> ah, <Tamika! laughs> and cause Mael, i think that's actually how you say it if i'm butchering it i am so sorry but that person said that was a cool scene with uh, the dr- what we were talking about with the drone hovering and everything. Then hey. Shirley Hobbs. My mama. Yep, your mama's Hi, here. Because <laughs> I love the name of the film. To me, it drew me into it. I agree. The name of the film alone has a little bit of mystery to it. Yeah. And everything perfect. Um, another thing, though, too, is you started them out with a Richard Nixon quote. So I want to know uh, what 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 drew you in to say? Look, I want to use a presidential quote <laughs> and use Richard Nixon as a way to actually tell the story. 
Well, okay, so when I, when I was shooting this movie, I did that first, you know, I, I put it up on Facebook that uh, where I was captured and all that, you know, all that scene. I did that first, you know, and I put it up just not thinking, I guess. <laughs> and, but I remember, you know, when I was doing it and then I started rewriting everything, I was like, in that in when I was driving, I say that I don't know if it's a political climate or something, you know, or I say that. So I was I, I love movies where at the very beginning you can reference something to the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I gotta find something kind of cool or different that some president that we've had in the past, not current, but you know, like a presidential person in the past has said that would tie in with all of this movie, the synopsis. And so sitting at my computer and Googling up, you know, presidential (laughs) quotes, presidential, you know, things. And I saw that and it was said by Richard Nixon. And I was like, that really ties in with this movie. And I was like, well, okay, he said it. Now, why not? And so okay. It just, it just kind of, it wasn't, it was just something like, you know, it's one of those sayings that I thought was just, it would fit in well with it, you know? Right. And I can feel that it definitely sets the tone. Also love it when you actually have the whole entire mafia or someone that's after you. And and this girl's actually paying them to whack you. Right. So, in a certain time, some people would actually say that maybe it might be the Illuminati type of thing to it, where people just want to shut you up and everything, uh, and want to have you whack for speaking the truth or something like that. So you actually use the Richard Nixon thing, see, but yeah, see, and that's my whole filming technique. Anything in this movie, you can look at and come to your own interpretation. That's the beauty of art, though, right? Because, yeah. you know, you can look at a piece of painting and somebody else might see it different, you know, might see it different than you mm-hmm. yeah. and everything. So I thought it was actually perfect. Oh, uh, your mom actually said this. Oh. She goes, yes, that Richard Nixon quote was unique. It was shocking in a good way. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Tamika, she <laughs> says, yeah, it was a great quote, ironically, from uh, Nixon. Right, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> it was ironic, you know, and I was kind of like, eh, it just fit, you know? And, uh, and now I know, I know you, John, I know you love the mob, right? I know. Right. Uh, so, it, it, what's the question about the mob thing? Okay, my question is this, like, how did you get that in there? How did you get that to fit the tone for that movie? You would actually think that actually played out in the first half? and everything but then all of a sudden there's this little mystery aspect to it right where mm-hmm. you have someone that's paying the mob to whack you so my question is this how did you lay down the groundwork towards that how did you get to that point where like you know what would be fun let me go on ahead and get the wet someone to pay somebody to whack me yeah <laughs> so how did you get that out there okay so uh, you know i am a big you know history person and i you know i love the mob and all that right but i was like there needs to be a new 
little take on it. I, I was like, there needs to be some kind of new mystery with the mob because that's why people like it, you know, because it's secretive. It's something. Right. And that's why I went with that aspect to make it like, I give you, I give you just enough, but to keep you want more. <laughs> right. I can definitely see that. And you're definitely made, I was in that up nonstop. I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, Tamika might actually have some uh, questions as well in a few minutes as too. So Tamika, if you have any questions, go on ahead girl, going ahead and uh, ask some questions if you want to. So, uh, so, anyways, another thing too that I was actually wondering about as well was the other thing that I really have to say that was creepy, but in a good way, was the fact that you know, whenever you're in this plastic saran wrap <laughs> that you're actually in. So, my question is this: How do you film that like did you have to have a camera next to you to actually film that or <laughs> how uh, here's the thing i'm always about camera angles. you know me if you listen right. to my podcast i pay attention to camera angles because camera angles can actually glue you into a scene more than dialogue can yeah mm-hmm. and uh well and as you can tell in that scene there was no dialogue besides me gurgling you know right. <laughs> coughing up blood yeah but um okay so Really, what I had that—that that is actually a white trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's as simplistic as you can get. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was a so... white trash bag. Yeah, that I put over me, and uh, so I'm filming like this, right? With my because you can't do too much, but I had to hold the camera like if I'm holding the camera here above me like this, but put protective clear glass over it, so when I would spit up the blood, it wouldn't get on the camera and lens, and that would be a mess, but, so I had to actually hold that, you know, and, like, where it would come down, I wanted a close-up, you know, like, I wanted you to feel as if you was right there, and I wanted you to feel that claustrophobic you know, that you were enclosed in there with me, right? So I put the camera on my chest right here. And I I just, I had to get the perfect angle, you know, to where it would function. Right. um, Yeah, yeah, that's how that trick was done. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I have to say, you definitely made us feel like we were only just watching a film. You made us feel like we were in that bag with you, and we're try- both trying to survive at the same time. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, my mom, when she, uh, after she watched the premiere, she's like, she's like, it looked like you was in an alien craft. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. If I ever shoot an alien movie, now I know what to do. Get a white bag, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> Oh, uh, Tamika said this. She said, yes, that was uh, my favorite scene, too, and uh, you were freeing yourself from the sack. How did you uh, shoot that uh, scene, that professional scene? So, yeah, it was like, um, actually, I got a inspiration from Game of Thrones, where... um, 
uh, there in Game of Thrones, there was a scene. I don't know. Uh, did you did you ever watch that scene where it was Battle of the Bastards? Yeah, that's my favorite scene. Okay, okay. So you remember that part where Jon Snow was being covered up by all these dead bodies, and you felt yeah. claustrophobic. That's what I was wanting you to feel when somebody okay. would watch it. I wanted you to feel like you was there with, you know, <laughs> me, the unknown character. But, <laughs> but right, like, I so I just I had to play around. I knew what to do, but I had to just play it and get it just perfect to where, you know, it would look right. And like, right, actually, there was. Um, one of the scenes that was done by accident in that where I was in the bag and the sack thing, yeah. um, where I took the protective thing off and I started breathing hot, my hot air on that, and I made the lens actually fog. Okay, so that was a natural, that's very creative. Yeah, that was a natural effect and when i was like oh god it worked you know (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though man i'm just thrilled at the fact that that actually worked out in your favor uh another thing so too is tamika actually had a couple of questions too uh matter of fact she actually made this statement let me go on and go ahead and get into this real quick she says john is taking all my questions (laughs) and then she goes do you film with the uh with a phone or actual camera do you think the future of film will result to using phones? I filmed this with my camera, my, my iPhone, sorry, my iPhone. Uh, that is not endorsed either, but <laughs> I have to pay for the damn thing. But, uh, um, you know, uh, the future, I really, and I honest to God believe this, um, what you shoot or if you know how to play around with settings and like stuff like that, the quality that you can get from an iPhone is just as good, I would say, as a thirty thousand dollar camera, film camera. Uh, if you if you really know how to play with it, you know. So I think that as time goes forward. I really think that iPhones are going to be more and more efficient, mm-hmm. especially on the indie market, you know, indie films like me. I agree with you on that, too, because I remember watching Comic Book Men with Kevin Smith, and he actually said nowadays people can just use their cell phones to go ahead and film something and then take it and you actually made and make that into a full feature length film yeah. opposed to having these big huge cameras and everything that you guys used to have back in the day mm-hmm. yeah so it's a new way it's a new age of digital and everything too because some yeah. people it's just like seven millimeter films some people still love the seven millimeter feel some yeah. some people love filming digitally so yeah. you know it's just whatever you prefer yeah, it's just, um, I really think that, you know, it, as new stuff comes out, it's just going to get better and better and better and better. Uh, so, yeah, um, I love shooting on my iPhone. It's, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I mean, I've, I shot a couple of things here and there with my cell phone, like concerts and stuff like that, and I tried editing them and things like that. 
but nowhere on the level that you you actually do your stuff on. <laughs> because <laughs> nowhere on my nerd level, it's like. <laughs> so I try to get it as perfect as I can, and it just right. doesn't measure up. So right. there's that. Um, oh, Tamika said something. She said, yeah, the commercial for the new iPhone 12 shows a lot of uh, versatility with filming. Yeah, it really does. It, it just, um, so I've, I'm, I'm deciding whether I want to do that and get an iPhone 12, sure. Oh, oh, somebody. Yeah, Brandy said, when is the next film we can look forward to from you? Well, um, actually... Do you want to ask that, like, that question, well, or... We're going to hold off on that uh, question, yeah, because I okay. know we were going to tease it towards the end. But yeah. that is a very good question, babe. That is a very good yeah. question. Um, Actually, what uh, my next thing that's coming out, like, within a week is how many chances. So, um, you know, I've got an email from the distributor, and they, they're saying it was supposed to be out today, but <laughs> it didn't happen. But they're, so, like, within a week, I would think, uh, how many chances will be ready? But that's theory. But that's the next big thing that's going to be released. And then Mom says, I feel like that this film is begging for a sequel or two. It left me wanting more of the story. So, we're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you and I both talked about that. Yeah, I I actually I've had such wonderful responses from uh, Facebook and social media, and uh, I had one one uh, lady. Her name is Holly, and uh, she's watching. Hey, and uh, she told me she said I have had to watch that thing about two or three times already. <laughs> she had to watch it back to back. She was like, I had so many questions going on in my mind. I was like, Hitchcock would be proud. Yes, most yeah. definitely. <laughs> oh, uh, Kaza Mile said this, uh, saying we wished it was longer. Yeah, me too. I know. Uh, uh, I had um, some uh, issues in filming. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I mean, for the little bit that you gave us and everything, I was very pleased with with it. Thank and you. it, you're welcome. You're very welcome. I cannot praise you enough for this film because I really enjoy the short film. I love watching um, short films and stuff like that because you can speculate yeah. later on as to maybe what happened to a certain character, what, what's going to happen next. So I do love the imagination of that. That's why I love films and independent films. Oh, uh, Tamika said we need a part two and a part three. <laughs> oh, your mind is—I can see your mind all of a sudden just going right now to. Mm-hmm. If I to what get, you could do. Here's a, here, here's what's going to seal that deal. If I could get French to come down and just start doing voiceovers for me, it, I'll, I'll start filming automatically. I'll try and make that happen, sir. I'll see what I can do about Frenchie. But... My God, I mean, he, he, he sung Tamika Happy Birthday in French, and I want that, you know? Uh, you know what? I'm going to actually chat him up later on. I'm going to say, look, you need to sing to Crichton. <laughs> <laughs> but 
my question is this. Speaking of getting people to cast and getting voiceovers and stuff like that, the most difficult thing is to find the actors and actresses to fit the bill for what you're trying to do and trying to create. Was there any problems within trying to make this film possible with some of the actresses or any complications with casting in general? <laughs> yeah, um, okay. I originally did cast somebody, right? And Bernice was going to do it. But she got corona. And her husband and one of his friends, you know, they were going to uh, be a security guys. And so there was going to be like an action sequence, actually, that I had planned out. That, you know, I mean, so it was really going to be, you know, like really great. Well, she got sick. Then I talked to two different actresses, but the problem was they lived over two hours away, and it, it just wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, this is a movie I wanted to make for free for everybody, right? And, right. Um, and I was like, I don't have the budget to, you know, pay for a hotel room, pay for food, and pay you something, you know, on top of all that. I was like, you know, I just, I don't have the finances to do that. So I was like, well, so, and then I kept having issues after issues trying to get actresses and to do this. They would say, yeah, I'll do it. And then they wouldn't show up for it. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's where I had to get really, really creative. And like, I would email a friend of mine, uh, you know, who's got another studio, and I was like, look, I need a young lady to be walking in a park, you know, and make it just, just have her walk. <laughs> and he was like, how about this? I was like, that's perfect. You know, and then the other parts, I went to stock footage. I actually okay. got stock footage of, you know, like the, the, the girl pushing, you know, uh, the money over and that kind of thing, and the girl mm -hmm. laying on the table. That's stock footage. Okay, that's actually pretty cool and, how you did that, because I was curious yeah, about that. Yeah, so that is what... Now, if I would have had a real actress, like, for example, what I had planned on doing is, you know, the this where the grave was at, and I come crawling out of it and stuff, I was going to have an actress stand, like, pull up to the house, right, in her nice car, get out, stand by the grave, and then spit on the grave and say, this is exactly what you deserve, and then walk into the house. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, see, but I had no human... <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, right. well, that scene's got, got on the chopping block. Well, you could always probably try and use it later on yeah. if you need to, you know, yeah, uh, measure so, the possibilities. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Right. But, and that's why it would have been way longer. Like, not only that scene, but you would have had action scenes of where, like, I would have had an actual physical fight with a, you know, it wouldn't have been John Wick, but it would have been something. Right. Fun it would have been something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had troubles, but you know what? Overall, it worked. The right. It came out. Hey, like Queen says, 
show must go on. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. The show must go on. So and that's what happened. Okay, and Brandy want to know where she can watch Blinded by the Darkness. You can actually watch Blinded by the Darkness on YouTube. And a matter of fact, I'll go on it. A matter of fact, after this interview, it's in the show notes below to where you guys can actually go ahead and watch the movie for your own self. Anything after this interview. And it's called, and a matter of fact, in the descriptions below, it will say Blinded by the Darkness, Crying Hobbs. Uh, so you'll be able to click on that link and I'll take it directly to it. Good question. Awesome. Good question. Um, let's see here. Uh, Cosmo uh, said, saying we wished it was longer. Me too. <laughs> and then, Tamika, do you want to stay in the indie market with filming or branch out? Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I like the indie. To be quite honest, because like with when you're in the indie market, right, it's like I have more freedom. I have more creative freedom to do stuff that I wouldn't be able to do, you know, and um, it's just uh, that that now would I branch out? Yeah. I mean, you know, heck, yeah. Yeah, somebody offered me a bunch of money. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I would think about giving up that freedom. <laughs> but, you know. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean. Right, exactly. Of course you would want to try and bring that and try and notice a little yeah. bit more, you know. Sure. And who knows? You could probably try and sell this to the highest bidder over an, on an independent festival, for example. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. never know. I mean, imagine the possibilities. I mean, the possibilities are pretty much endless. You mm -hmm. know, if you actually think about it. Yeah, that's right. But that is a very good question to make. I'm glad that you actually thought about that. That's really good. Um, but another thing, though, too, I was just wondering, where did you get your inspiration to make the film? Okay, so I've got my prop hat on, and because uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming up, <laughs> where did I get the inspiration? Well, I wanted to give people something to watch on Halloween, right? right. Uh, I wanted to give people, like, um, something different. Because I know what it's like, and I know what everybody's going through. Uh, Halloween. Let me see something I haven't seen. Let me see something that's, like, different, you know? And we all can't go to the movies and watch a new Halloween movie or a new Friday the 13th. And so I just put on my, my, I just put it on my creative hat, started writing out ideas, started forming it. And I said, I was like, I want to make it. And my creative brain just made this. <laughs> awesome, man. That's really cool. I love how you actually have a chance to actually make something and you do a matter of fact, Brandy actually has a question for you. Yeah. What is your favorite film out of everything you have done? Oh, my favorite film. Um, whew, gosh. There, uh, I guess the one movie, as in, since it's Halloween, and happy Halloween, everyone, uh, is... That I could sit there and watch over and over and over and never get tired of it, The Shining. 
I, I can I can definitely agree with that. That's actually my choice as well. Well, I also like the sequel though. I really enjoyed Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, a really great sequel. And you know, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie, but he also made the director actually made it his own movie though too. Yeah. So I really like. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I was wondering too, though, out of everything that you've done, what would you say was your favorite film that you actually made? That I've made, probably my favorite favorite one that I've made, probably <coughs> the. Uh, it's kind of a neck and neck thing, but. Probably the um, gosh, the mystery of Winnie Evans. Um, okay, that's on Amazon. Um, the mystery of Winnie Evans, because to me that was the thing that got me noticed. Okay, and on you know, and that got me on Amazon and all that stuff, and that. The, the distributors saw and <laughs> um, but to me when I was doing it it was doing what I what I did with Blinded by the Darkness right it was just me getting out there and doing what I love trying to create something and that's awesome so what is that movie about though I'm just kind of curious uh, the mystery of Winnie Evans is a documentary actually about my mom's aunt and uh you know we all have got that thing in our family tree it's like what happened to that person well that's what winnie evans nobody knew what happened to her and i started digging and investigating and using my investigative journalism that i've learned and i've done in the past but and I figured out what happened to her. And this happened in, like, the 1920s. So it's... I, I actually follow in her footsteps. Like, you know, she went from, like, Mississippi all the way to St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so... I have to put that out after this. I'm going to have to check out that film now. All right, yeah. <laughs> look at it. Yeah. So that that was actually pretty cool, man. Because the very first thing that I actually noticed was, of course, the little Facebook group that we actually have, where I was actually saying, "Hey, look, I'm looking for someone to interview," yeah. and you just went on in and without any question. We winded up doing it for you now, so yeah. it's been great. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, that was the that was fun for me because I was out in the road and. You know, I was getting all the right. shots together, and it was just... But you're doing something that really, really happened. So, I got to take aspects of it and do little recreations of, with actors okay. and actresses. So, it was fun. My other question, though, too, is, like, what's the most challenging thing I do with this film? With what? What was the most challenging thing that you did with this film? The most challenging thing about it, to me, was making sure that <laughs> I didn't give too much away. Meaning, I wanted to give the audience enough to keep you... To, I wanted to, you know, and that's kind of 
difficult not to give away. Yeah, you got to know how to take a story and pace it. You know what I mean? It's uh, so when I was filming this, I was like, well, I I I wanted to make sure that I was in the right, right, right steps of going from point A to you know, point Z, <laughs> the beginning to the end, and doing it enough to where people would watch it and say, wow. I like that, though. I mean, I'm glad that you gave much aid. I didn't feel like you gave anything away. I don't think anybody else does either. Yeah. So you definitely did a good job on that part. The thing that I really liked was when you picked up the gun and then you go inside the house. <laughs> and everything. But another thing, though, too, I remember when I saw just snapshots of you being tied up and everything, and you posted them. Like, is he kidnapping himself? What is he doing right. with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't sure what you were going for at first. And then I'll do like, a short film. I'm like, okay, now that makes now sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I got a few messages from people. I was like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Crying lust is mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but most, yeah, most people that like know me know me. They're like, I, I bet he's making something. He's making a film or something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so now the moment that everybody's been wanting to know. Do you have plans to make a sequel? Or are you, because everybody's wanting. Everybody's wanting. Well, everybody's wanting some type of explanation to what they have seen, and they're thirsty for it, man. So go ahead, drop that sweatiness that you have for the film, <laughs> and give us what you have. Okay, so I am in the process right now of writing a limited series, uh, six episodes of Blinded by the Darkness, and... I am currently, I'm almost finished with episode one. I'm writing it out in script form. It ain't like, you know, writing it on a piece of paper or, you know, typing it out in story form. It's actually script. And that takes time, you know, for, you know. And so it's going to be six episodes, probably 45 to 55 minutes each episode. And I've talked to my distributor, and they've already said that they would be more than happy to distribute this. You know, they, they was like, we can do that for sure. So I was like, ah, and, you know, so that's um, really, really. And um, I, I think you are on mute. Uh, okay. I am okay. because I wanted I didn't want the background noise or anything like that taken away from what you're trying oh, to say. Oh, okay. And so, so I was just giving you your time to actually talk and sure. everything. Oh, okay. So my wait. Bad. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what? Man, it's getting mysterious, you know. But uh, <laughs> but like I am writing that, and so once I get done with writing it out, and that's done and finished. Then I'm going to go and start, um, I don't know, a Kickstarter, GoFundMe thing, and try to raise up enough money to get me going to where I can actually hire uh, actors and actresses, and I can go to certain locations and 
uh, you know, really make it top notch as well to my ability as much as possible. And um, like, it's the the episode the the limited series. It's really gonna intertwine. Yeah, you know how um, like Game of Thrones, how you can watch one episode, but you know, two episodes later, it'll answer that thing to the. That's the way I'm. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm making okay. where one episode or the next episode is going to answer everything that you're going to, and then of course it's going to do to the big build up of you know. Well, right. Gonna, you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Tamika said this, and of course she. Had- She's giving me a hard time because I said that sweaty. He goes sweaty. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said, "Yay! I can't wait." And I can't wait either. Yeah. 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 So I'm um, I'm in the process of letting my creative mind get you know get it all on paper, and once you get it on script, then yeah, I, then I can get to going with it. You know, all right, that's awesome. So, um, I'm hitting the keyboard as you know, much as I can think and as it comes to me, but right, it's gonna be a lot answered. Like, you know, um, like for example, people that watch this, you know, what I've done, this short film, the the lady, uh, and this is kind of like a spoiler, but just to satisfy people. The well, the way I had it written originally, there is a backstory with that lady and you know me who the, there was history there, but you know I was going to give like a small recreation of like well you know this guy you know who got you know me he was kind of a pos just a terrible human you know because I was going to show where he wronged her. You know, and that's why she went. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was really going to be a lot deeper, you know, what I originally wanted. And I'm going to, I'm inter, I'm do, reintroducing that to the new script. And Okay. So, like, there's going to be, like, like, when you're watching it, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, you, you know. Tamika's going to and... be like, give me a season two, please. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what, though? It kind of also reminds me of the movie The Gift with um, what's his name from Horrible Bosses, Jason Bateman, who's also in Ozark. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? It kind of has the kind of vibe going where in The Gift, he sees his this guy from his high school, from his past that he hasn't seen in years, right? Yeah. So at first you're thinking that this guy is actually the victim where Marty, which is also uh, Jason Bateman's character, you're actually thinking that he's actually the victim, but as but, you get deeper into this thing, yeah, he's not the victim that he's came <laughs> up to be. Uh-uh. Oh, your mom said, sounds like you need to do a prequel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to write a whole season out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, Tamika, yeah. she says, two to seven seasons, please. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> With Richie as the voiceover, you know. <laughs> right. 
But yeah, I totally agree with that. Frenchie has the voiceover, <laughs> and everything would be perfect. And so, yeah, I mean, the, the way I'm writing it, it, it goes so, so deep. I mean, like, it, it's going to be one of those where you're just going to beg for more. And that's great, because I makes me want to do more. <laughs> right. And I, I'm happy about that, though, man. I'm really happy with the way that you're actually doing things. You're keeping yourself busy during this crazy time. And also, too, you're giving us something to look forward to and to know that there's more that we're actually going to be getting. And that's just a little small slice of the pie. Yeah. So I'm just thrilled about this. And if uh, once I get done writing the scripts out and stuff, I am hiring an actor to do, the, you know, the thing that I did. I'm going to be like, dude, no, that gurgling the blood thing. <laughs> oh, to make a, oh, yes, Frenchie, or in the movie as a boss villain. <laughs> International Canadian French boss. <laughs> yes, because we haven't seen that before. We haven't seen a Canadian French mobster before, so. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I just made a new villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we could definitely make that work. I just have to go ahead and uh, talk Frenchie into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be great. <sighs> when he said that, you could definitely see Frenchie as the villain. Yeah, oh yeah. That would be awesome. Heck yeah. All right. So is there anything else that anybody wants to ask, ask yeah. us and everything before we close out? Because we want to answer any questions that you guys actually have as fans, as film fans. This is for you guys just as much as it is for us. We are thrilled to actually be doing this interview. So we want to go ahead and make sure everybody has their questions answered that wants to be answered and everything. But, you know, I always go on ahead and I always go through my comments and everything to see if anybody answered anything later on or anything like that. So if you guys have any questions, on, I'll go on ahead. I'll let Crichton know, and Crichton will go on ahead and respond to your question. Sure, that's right. I'll be happy, more than happy to do it, you know. Um, you know, but you have to... Oh, somebody... To make up. She says, make those calls, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Meeks. I, yeah. I will see yeah. what I can do. John's like... I'll do that. I'll have my people get in touch with his people. You know? <laughs> right. Speaking of Frenchie, he's actually going to be on the show tomorrow night. We're actually Very doing a recap. Cool. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're supposed to do a Halloween recap of all the movies that we reviewed. So we're going to be doing that. Yeah. And Tamika, if you're available tomorrow, you're more than welcome on the show as well as always. I'm going to include you as well because you were actually on a couple of episodes where we were reviewing some movies. Right. Oh, that is so great. Yeah, y'all have to tune in for that. Sure. And I will. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think that's it for the show and everything. Where can everybody follow you? Um, I am on Facebook and YouTube uh, at Creighton Films. Uh, so, like, if you get on Facebook, type in Creighton Films or... YouTube, Creighton Films, and I'll pop up. That's my main two platforms and that kind of thing. So. Okay. And everybody, you can follow me. Hold on. I want to show uh, Tamika. She goes, I want to show with Crichton and Frenchie. What about me, Tamika? <laughs> no, no, 
yeah. Whip on me. Yeah. John, you got to be the I'm going to stop liver. Yeah, you gotta, you've got to be the manager of the insane asylum. You know, when you get us all in here. Well, you know what, Tamika? I can actually make that happen. Because I'm going to give you the password, probably, to where you can actually do that. So if you want to have your own little Tamika, you can on some nights and everything. So you can go and say, t- chatting with Meeks, or talking with Meeks, or anything you want to make it to be. It's your show. So I'm going to give you access if that's actually what you want. I'll give you your own show. Because I've been Ooh. telling you that you need to actually make a... A librarian show for a podcast for a while for a podcast for a while so i think you can do it you have the radio mm-hmm. voice for it yeah that's true that's very true that is very oh, very true John, she said this was fun thanks for this time You're very welcome i'm glad that um, you were able to join us mrs hobbs i do appreciate yeah. it thanks mom and uh yeah i know i'm like one of those uh famous uh football players and stuff, like when they go and catch their first touchdown and then they go and spike the football, they look at the camera and they say, hi, mom. (laughs) That's probably me too as well. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, um, if you guys want to follow me, you guys can. You can follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. You can also go ahead and donate to the show. How do you do that? I'm glad you guys asked. You can go on ahead and go to go do a GoFundMe. We actually have www.gofundme.com slash movieloversunite. Go on ahead, donate over there, or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash movielovers. You can go on ahead, donate towards the show that way. Buy me a cup of, cup of coffee, get me jacked up on some caffeine, or whatever else that you want to do, I'll go on ahead and take it. <laughs> so we'll do that. Another thing, too, we also have a place for all your entertainment needs. It's called www.movieloversunite.com. It will, we actually post movie articles, movie reviews, and other movie-related, TV-related articles as well, because we also do TV stuff as well. You can also follow us on Twitter, Movie Lovers Unit, and you can also follow me at John Gregorio 8 on Twitter, and then we also have a Pinterest called Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite as well. And also on Instagram as well with Movie Lovers Unite, Unite as well. And then also, too, you can also go on ahead and get an audio-only feed of this interview later on, sometime tomorrow. And it will be available on all platforms that you can actually think of for your, all, your, all your needs as far as podcasting goes. And always until next time, guys, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been really fun. Thank you, Crichton, for being on. Now you're trying out to be a wizard, so... <laughs> Or maybe you're trying to be uh, Eminem from Eight Mile. So, (laughs) happy Halloween, everyone! Happy Halloween! Everyone, stay safe. Don't drink too much Kool Aid. Don't drink too much beer or whatever you're drinking. Stay safe, and always until next time. Bye bye. We'll be back on the audio only podcast tomorrow with Frenchie doing a Halloween recap and. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. 
It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.